Robbie. Yo. Are you fired up about our new official title sponsor? I really am excited. Bro, we talking level up gutters out of Youngsville, Louisiana. Have you ever heard of them, Robbie? I haven't. Bro, I just bought a new house. No joke, no game. I called the competition. I can't get a call back. Won't give me a free estimate. Can't make time for me. I'm talking about level up gutters out of Youngsville, Louisiana. They don't care if you live in Lake Charles. They don't care if you live in New Orleans. They don't care if you live in Alexandria. They're going to give you the free estimate. They're going to give you the personal touch. They're going to make sure you get what you need to succeed because level up gutters, they're winners. And winners win. Winners win. Go like level up gutters on Facebook. The phone number you need to call if you want that free estimate is 337-257-5149. That's 337-257-5149. Don't forget, winners win when you level up. Level up gutters. Come back. This is what we've learned. Week three, Jay, third episode of what we learned. Yep. Man, what a good week to be a Tiger fan. Much better. But before we get to that, I got to start off. Daddy is back. Finally, Daddy has come back to the studio, to the Winners Win Studio. Daddy has returned. He left us for a while, but the prodigal son has returned. Jay, there's vicious rumors flying around I need you to address about Daddy. What's that? I heard Daddy was the hottest gambler in southwest Louisiana. Daddy was the hottest gambler week two, 3-0. and All his picks right. Locks. Stone he, he cold even, locks. Even though he took the points, here on the podcast, he, put, he said that App State would win outright. You don't remember? I, I do remember now. And, hey, look, it's on Spotify and Apple Music. You don't believe us. Go listen. Yeah. So he picked uh, App State over A&M. He picked uh, – Upset of the year so far, by the way. Upset of the year, yeah. You can only get that winner's win. Only time. <laughs> and um, he picked uh, USC minus 9.5 over uh, Stanford. They beat them 41 to 28. He picked uh, Tennessee minus 6 uh, over Pitt. They beat them by a touchdown in overtime. But – I'm not sure what happened in uh, week three. Daddy, what happened? Uh, yeah, it was a rough one. I mean, I put $50 down, tried to win eleven grand, and it didn't work out. I went on four. Daddy, Daddy picked <laughs> you had a four, four leg parlay. Four leg parlay. Uh, he picked money line all, all four Western Kentucky, Cal, Texas Tech, Georgia Southern, all four lost this week. Daddy, four four. shoot or shoot. You hey, but, you can't get scared money, don't make money, no, Daddy. I like yeah, that. Yeah, no don't, doubt. But don't worry. Daddy's going to have his. Three 
locks of the week for everybody. That's a that's a little teaser because Daddy's bringing the juice. He's got some stone cold locks. Put your uh put your your house a note on it. Daddy's coming with the juice. At the uh, easy, easy, easy. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. If you got extra money, gamble responsibly. Everybody. Yeah, yeah. But Daddy's back from um, he had a tough one on the road in Vider, Texas. Uh, they went on the road and. Daddy said they didn't play too hot. but We ain't going to talk about it. So, But this week, they got a big game coming up. Uh, they're going to try to redeem themselves at home Thursday night against Kinder. So, if you ain't got nothing going on Thursday night, go out to Lake Charles. And, uh, sulfur. Playing in Sulfur. Oh, Sulfur. Tornado Alley? Yeah, Damn. that's our home field. What, why, is, uh, why are y'all playing Sulfur? That's LCB's messed up. And okay. Can't even get in their okay. press box. It's the, the field that Brent Carlin made legendary. No. Jeremy Mancuso. Oh, he burned him every time. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Jeremy. Shout out, Jeremy. Love you, Jeremy. All right, so, Daddy, r- real quick, Kinder's, Kinder's good this year? Yeah, they're not bad. Uh, when I think of Kinder, I think of those, some of those powerhouse teams they had. What oh, was yeah. it? How many years ago was that? Uh, they won, like, a state two out of three years, I believe. Uh, that was probably about 2013. They're yeah, definitely smaller than yeah. they have been in the past. I just remember those couple years where they were. Yeah, yeah, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, man. Okay, so right out of that. This is what we've learned, episode three, week three. I'm going to go straight into like we always do. We always give you the details on the Monday presser from Brian Kelly. I'll power through it real quick. Opening statements, B.J. Ujolari and Jay Ward, SEC Players of the Week. Uh, you know, any victory. This is These are BK statements. Any victory in the SEC is a victory. Praise the defense. Uh, offense rallied in the second half. But all, offense still needs to play four quarters, and he's holding special teams accountable because special teams, we'll touch on it, <laughs> looking rough right now. Yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, I think the kicking game and the blocking has gotten a lot better, but the coverage and uh, defense is, is is bad. Okay, we're going to touch on that. So yeah. he said there was no panic on the sideline. No one was anxious. He said that they need to show consistencies this week after a big win because it's easy. You know, you're a 30-point favorite this weekend, but after a big win, he wants to see consistency, and that's about building a winning program, so I love that. He said the opponent don't matter. Can we handle the success against New Mexico? He praised Zach Arnett, which I really do think Zach Arnett does a great job at Mississippi State. Yeah. And if if you if you if you're really dialed into LSU football, you know that Zach Arnett interviewed for the LSU job last year, and him and O said O said they did not mesh well in the interview. Which what that meant was he was probably knew what he wanted to do, and Ogeron didn't like that. You know, I, I'm just being an asshole. But uh, oh, yeah. Arnett Arnett interviewed for the job, and I really liked him. But him and Ogeron didn't mesh. So what was our guy last year? Got the uh, Durante uh, Jones. Durante Jones ends up getting the job, but I think Arnett did a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said he comes from the Rocky Long uh, tree. Little stats on Rocky Long: he was at old uh, New he Mexico. Was, he was old New Mexico coach from 1999 to 2008. His record there was 65 and 69. Not that impressive, but <laughs> 2011 to 2019, he was San Diego, the Aztecs head coach, and he went 81 and 38. Pretty good. Pretty good record. So he I, said, speaking so of the Rocky Long tree, maybe uh. California's a little more fertile recruiting than I would think New the Mexico. New Mexico. I can't. I can't even name one good player from New Mexico. Mm. Yeah, just off the top, I can't. Mm. Matateo. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I don't know. He's from Honolulu. Well, he's from that's close. Close that's enough. Close. Yeah, close, yeah, close enough. So he uh, he said they forced seven turnovers this uh, past weekend. You know, it's a big deal. Uh, Daddy, he, he mentioned the offense. He said that they run a pistol midline option. Was his exact words. And they focus on ball control. What do you, what do you know? What can you break down for the listeners about a pistol midline option offense? Yeah, to start off, the pistol is quarterbacks about five yards deep. Running back will be right behind him, 
and then he'll have another back in the backfield somewhere. I haven't seen it. So kind of split back? Yeah, it depends. Okay. It depends on what they're in. They probably might be split gun or something like that. But uh, midlines, when they, they're going to run it right up the center, and uh, the, the quarterback's going to read the, the three-tech. So that's where the option comes into play. Correct. So if he if the three-tech uh, crashes on the dive, then the quarterback's going to keep it, and he's got that pitch option. If he sits, um, then he's going to give the dive. Okay. All right. So, Daddy giving you the inside details on the offense that you'll see this weekend from New, Orleans, uh, from New Mexico. So is that close to what Kinder's going to run? Yeah, pretty close. They're just under center with uh, two oh, more shit. backs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Hey, boy. So you, Have they always ran kind of like that, Kinder? Yeah. Uh, Wainwright was there. They ran that spread for a little while. Then, then the personnel kind of changed, so he, he – uh, the talent kind of changed, so he had to run that option, man. What did, uh, Where's Wainwright out now? Uh, Grand, Grand Lake. Lake, boy. I thought that. I was That's about to him, ask boy. that. The ball How call. How did he end up You ever seen the ball call? It's about a, a foot long – Probably about a six-inch uh, duck call, and every time they do a, a good play, they, they get the ball call on the sideline. Cool. Yeah. I, I think that's cool. Oh, yeah. Different. Leger made that. Dustin Leger. No, Hunter. Hunter made that. Oh yeah, Hunter. Hunter's yeah. better athlete than Dustin. <laughs> oh, way better. <laughs> so almost uh, as good as Skip to my Harris. You remember almost as good as Marcus <laughs> Harris. Hey, uh, I remember uh, used to. I think you said one time it was either me or you. One of us. Oh yeah. Dustin, you said Dustin, didn't you show pigs? In no, this no. Place? We said uh. It was a uh, David Tower. Whenever he had a uh, he had his daughter, or whatever she we would play all playing softball. And we was all you know kind of younger. And David has a really pretty daughter, uh, and she, she's probably nineteen, twenty by now. Very good high school yeah, softball. Yeah, player too. very good. And uh, and and LeJ said, David, when she gets older, you gonna let me date your daughter? I said, David, you don't want LeJ dating your daughter, man. You want somebody kind of like me? He said, I said three sport athlete. I said LeJ just a one trick pony. He said, ah. he said. I can hit a softball, Ma. I was a beast at little dribblers. And I showed pigs. That's exactly I said, what he said. What's showing pigs got to do with anything? He's good. He was, <laughs> oh, I was pretty He was probably cow cam champion. That's right. I don't that's know. right. So, uh, one of the favorite, my favorite parts about the, the presser is he was asked about their conditioning. And he said, we condition after practice. And he says, and you can see the opponents wear down. He said that you, he physically and a couple people who know way more about the game that I listen to podcast of, they said they saw Mississippi State wearing down in the fourth quarter. That's where you saw our offense kicking the gear. That's whenever we were still in, still going strong and they couldn't keep up. Next thing you know, we scored 21 unanswered. Yeah. So you love to see that. I guess Coach Flint's doing a hell of a job. Finally break up some big runs from the running backs. Man, Armani, boy, that was that was nice. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he was uh, he was asked about uh, the uh, the status of Mr. Bradford. Uh, the, uh, what's Anthony, Anthony, Anthony Bradford's Bradford. yes, status. Mm-hmm. He said he was active this week. I think there was some disciplinary stuff that he got in trouble with. He said he'll be active this week. He'll earn playing time, but he, uh, he, he'll come in this weekend. He next he was asked about tempo, and this is a big deal because everyone keeps. At, I mean, if you're if you're watching the games, you see that we do well in up tempo. Oh. Jane Daniels likes it. Mm-hmm. No, I was just gonna uh, ask. Uh, I was just thinking about it, uh, and he talked about it last press conference. You even you mentioned it last week on the podcast. Where was Seven Banks at? He he dressed out, didn't get in. Just didn't maybe get in? maybe last minute, not quite ready. Maybe so. They I, would have needed him this weekend. They, they didn't ask. I didn't listen to the whole press conference. They, didn't, they did not. No one asked about seven. He was. I saw him dressed out when I watched okay. the game. Okay, but I didn't maybe even think. He just I, I watched the whole game ready. like three times, and I just never even thought about it till just now. Man, we, we got to see him in New Mexico, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean we're a quarter through the season now. Yeah. So this was Brian Kelly's answer to the uh, asking about tempo. Um. Yeah, it's not as simple as just say, hey, let's go tempo, and, and all of our problems have been erased. Um, you know, I, I think I, I 
I kind of alluded to some of them, you know, having three different, you know, offensive line combinations, you know, require a lot of communication. Um, you know, we had eight penalties, six of them were unforced, um, and five of them were communication errors. So we've got to clean up communication, uh, cadence, rhythm. Um, and so tempo t takes some of that out of, you know, um, the mix, so to speak, and that you can just go fast and not have to, um, you know, worry about it. I think at times um, we have to think in terms of um, correcting the gross errors instead of trying to correct everything at the line of scrimmage. Um, we've been a little bit maybe, um, you know, too detailed, uh, and we just got to play. And, and then when you play a faster pace, there are some things you just can't account for. And I think maybe we've overcoached it a little bit, um, and I think we're trying to find our sweet spot as to, you know, what are the things that we just have to live with and really do a good job of getting the ball out of our hands. Next he was asked about uh, his assessment of Jaden. He said how – and then he was asked how does he take coaching. He said he loves coaching someone who's open to dialogue during the game, which that means uh, he can he's getting coached hard. If you watched this game <laughs> this weekend, Kelly was on his ass coaching his ass off. And he stayed locked in. He was preaching technique to Jaden the whole time. I love to see that. Jay, he was asked, how did Emory Jones do? I'm going to go to you real quick. How do you think Emory Jones did? I thought Starting he did. true freshman from Catholic High. Oh, Emory Jones. Uh, Emory yeah. Jones. No, yeah, yeah. I think he did uh, Did good, man. They, they said they said no pressure from that side, but I went back and watched. He had at least two times where he, he pressure come from his side or also between him and uh, Miles Frazier. And one of them should have picked him up. Nobody picked him uh, the uh, rusher up. Um, that's a that's a little foreshadow until we have the pro football focus grades and you're on to something right um, there. I, I think he did good. I, um, I, I don't – you know, I think he did better than Cam Wire. I, I believe that. That's right. Uh, I, I think that the left side is sure up, man. There was probably no pressure from the left side from uh, from Campbell or uh, Dellinger. So that's good. I think that besides the mistakes that uh, Turner made on uh, a center, I think he blocked really well from center, but – the right side, is st they still need to shore it up. I think I don't know if it's Guard, I don't know if it's Bradford, or if it's Miles, or uh, or if they could move Dellinger to right guard to try to help that out some. I, I don't know. But. I have an answer for that coming later in the show. Okay. So, his answer, BK's answer was he exceeded expectations. He's not perfect, but he's active and he done a great job this weekend. And what he said one thing else about him too. What's that? He's a great open field tackler. Made the good, funny. <laughs> you made the funny about. Yeah, that was, was good, man. That was tackler. good, man. That was really good. Why the hell is he on special teams doing that? Hey, it worked. Athlete boy. Athlete boy. Like, he looked like Dentrick out there. This athlete, a freak athlete out there making tackles. So, Kayshawn, Next question was: Kayshawn's getting double covered. What can they do to help him get going, or is this something that they're going to have to live with? Here's what Coach BK had to say. Yeah, I think that's a little bit of both. I mean, I I think. I think, you know, look, this is never one-sided, right? It's never all on the player. It's never all on the coach at this level. I think you have to look at both, right? we got to look at how we can move him around and, and uh, utilize his talents. And then, you know, he's got to continue to work hard uh, and, and work on his skill set, you know, and continue to work hard in practice. So it's, it's always going to be that at, at this level, at the next. It's always going to be on the player. It's always going to be on the coaching staff um, to work together. This is, you know, this is, you know, working together as a team, you know, um, is, is how you get better. It's never just one side of it. So 
absolutely. We've got to do our job as coaches uh, to move around and be creative. And he's got to do his end of continue to work hard um, and, and be the best uh, player he can be. All right. Next, he was asked, uh, Jay, what? No, Daddy, I want you to touch on that real quick. What What are you seeing with Butte? Is it? Do they, what do they need to do to get him more involved? Hey, so they're they're from what I see, they're bracketing him, which means they have a safety leaning towards his way, and then they got a corner on him, of course, which is smart, right? right no, right. no doubt. So almost like doubling him. Yeah, they're they're basically doubling him. So the the easiest way to get him the ball and get him more consistent and get him in a groove is to get him in a three-by-one, and he needs to be in the, either the number two or number three receiver in the slot, and it's really hard to bracket that guy okay. at that point. Only the juice you can get here from Coach Daddy. Yeah, do some crossing routes, some little rub routes or something. Yeah, some what meshes. And yeah, something. I think they're going to get him going in the running <laughs> game too. I think you're going to see more of that that, that they showed in a – One thing, I just don't think the, the chemistry is there with him and Daniels, man. I really don't. I think it, the, the chemistry is shown with him and Neighbors, him and uh, Jenkins, and him and Thomas. But I just don't know about him and Kayshawn. Just... Let, the, let the record show Mississippi State had a late first round, early second round guy. Yeah, yeah they did. Who has nine career interceptions and, and covering we... him all night. And Malik was asked about that on the Jordy mm-hmm. Collada show. And he said, look, uh, Kayshawn's going to draw attention. He said, you know, all I can do is my best to take advantage of these situations. And I like it because our wide receiver room so deep, say you got two good guys. Mm-hmm. Say you, there's going to be some SEC teams got two good cornerbacks. Your third guy is going to have to cover Jure. He's going to have to be able to take Besh. He's going to have to be able to take Brian Thomas. Mm-hmm. We have an advantage there. Yeah. Jaden, I think he's going to – if he progresses, he's either going to progress or he's going to not – of being able to see down the field and get it to yeah, the Yeah, I, I think it, it'll, it'll – the, the more games they play, the more comfortable Daniels is going to get. And That's why I'm excited about New Mexico this weekend. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you think – Go ahead. If they, they get about, let's say they get about three touchdowns, four touchdowns. This is whatever. Who's second quarterback going? Oh my God! <laughs> just if it's if it's Walker, then just transfer. You know, Garrett's transfer city. Okay, I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I, I was mean, look. I'm kind of planning my Vegas trip already for USC, <laughs> and I was already thinking. You know, that's not next year, but the year after. Yeah, I'm yeah. thinking that's going to be Walker Howard. I think so too. But he's allowed to play in three games. Four games. Correct. Four, four games. There you go. And keep his red shirt. Okay. And you know it's going to be when he does. He play. didn't. He didn't throw a pass against us. Be UAB. Southern. It's going to be New Mexico. It's gonna be. But, but do you do you play him though? At what if what if what if Daniels? Let's say Daniels goes down with a let's say oh God. Uh, let's say uh, twisted ankle. You know, I think not, they would put Nuss in. Nuss. Yeah. But what a short leash. Yes, correct. <laughs> That's it. You said exactly what I wanted to say. Okay. Next question was on Harold Perkins, Jay. Oh. That motherfucker's too talented not to be on the field. Yeah, he's he's he and even if you listen to whiskey and wine, okay. they even said what I was. What I thought. What did they say? They said that it's the same thing with uh, Kendall Beckwith and DJ Welter. And you've same. talked about that for yeah, years. I, I yeah, I said it a long time ago yeah. that you have to put your best player on. The, and, and there's an old saying that, or or it's old uh, thing in football that your middle linebacker is your quarterback on the defense. And it, it probably is 90% of the time. But if you have somebody else that can be that line everybody up, you know, safety, you know, like Jay Ward, but he's playing nickel now, but somebody like that. Major Burns has been doing a lot of that Major communication. Burns, okay. yep. Perfect. Put your best player, your most athletic linebacker out there, uh, Devin White 2.0, and let him go make plays. And watch him change the game as but, we watch but, Kendall Beckwith change the game. I'm not, I'm not 
uh, throwing shade at Matt House because he knows that. He knows it more, way more than I do, so he, he he's, he's doing it. So That's right. he's just breaking him in slow, man. He's just That's right. he's, he's going to be. BK said we love him in pass rush. We found a niche for him. He's going to continue to evolve. It proves what you said. Uh-huh. Uh, he can lend support in that and diamond nickel and pass rush. And hey, look for more of him. He's too talented. Yeah. So we said we said on the podcast that, uh, or I said uh, that before the year's over with. I think it's going to be him and uh, Baskerville and Jones and uh, starting. And but uh, Jones played a lot better than this and he week. He did the first two games. He did the first two games. Uh, weeks Weeks come in and played pretty good. Um, you know. Rick Penn played good. Micah played good. They, yeah, our linebacker room's a little deeper than yeah, we thought it yeah. going in. Yeah, linebacker's pretty good, man. So, uh, next question was <clears throat> Malik Neighbors' mentality from New Orleans to now. I'm proud of him, Jay, before because the okay. guy went through some 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 deep demons in New Orleans, Malik Neighbors. Oh, yeah, yeah. And to be where he's at now and them going to him third down after third down <laughs> yeah, after well, fourth I, and I, three slot yeah, fade I, over the top yeah, to I, him. I'll get all that and we break it down, but that's crazy. Okay, so – uh, next question was, man, this was uh, Matt Muscone asked this question, and this was such a powerful question because all LSU fans, we know Jaden's the best we got right now, and I love Jaden. This is you will see me do nothing but suck Jaden off. But we're also thinking this question right here: Do they want Jaden to run less, or are you or or is BK okay with this workload of him running? Here was BK's answer. Yeah, I mean, I think in in. When we evaluate when he runs, um, we want to see that if, if, if it was within the progression and, um, you know, it was, it was a really good coverage or maybe that play wasn't great against this coverage um, or we got beat at the, you know, a particular position and he got flushed um, versus uh, you turn down, you know, a potential – uh, high low read um, and, and you took off right and and so that's what we're trying to evaluate and and it's and it's really a little bit of both I think there's still growth there where we can stay a little bit more patient and a little bit more locked in on the progression uh, and then there are sometimes the really dynamic runs that there was just nothing there and he made something happen so you want to be careful where you go hey you're running too much and, and then when he needs to be dynamic, he's not. So we, we have to be very careful and along the way keep coaching him to really do a great job of getting through his progressions and seeing the things necessary that allows us to be balanced in both. What a great answer. You, you can't take away one of the kid's biggest skill sets just for the idea of you want him to pass more. Him doing this is helping us win games. Daddy. Do you agree with that, or do you think – I mean, what's your thoughts on Jaden Daniels so far? No, I agree. He he needs to keep progressing through his reads. And if it's if if we can run it, run it. That's 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 what he's – he's a better runner than he is a passer, in my opinion. And if he can go, let him go. I agree. Jay, you agree? Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree with him. All right. I just, was... I just don't want him running too much because you've seen he got – he got gimped up a little bit. He, he got hit in the end zone got gimped up yeah, a little we bit. Yeah, we're not, we not uh, – Hopefully it's early night for him in New Mexico. Yeah, we're not playing. Yeah, we're not playing Florida and Alabama and A and M. You know, so yep. Need him to get through this healthy. Maybe mm-hmm. it'll be like the Southern game, and he's out pretty early. Let the other young. I hope not that early, man. I know you're right. I want I want the cadence and everything to get better. I want the yeah, time I want, to get yeah, better. I want, I want the get, relationship with the wide receivers yeah, to get better. Want, we just least, don't want him to get hurt. At least yeah, at least a whole first half. That's right. Yeah, I agree. All right, we're done with the the BK's Monday presser. 
We're going straight into Mississippi State breakdown with Jay. Jay Bird, what you got? Oh, we just go try to go drive by drive. And uh, I'm not going to read every single play, but just kind of go through some highs and lows. Um, Jesus, that first half. Don't kill me with that. Yeah, the first half was uh, pretty rough, man. That first uh, 25 minutes of football was uh, pretty bad. I remember looking over at Dad and uh, because Dad went to the game with me. He told my mom, and he didn't think I can hear him. He said, this might be my last one of the year. I was thinking, God, dog. That's what, that's what <laughs> Oh, yeah. He was, that first one was rough, man. That first yeah. 25 minutes. So, uh, first first drive, you know, um, uh, false start by offensive line. They they only gained, I don't know how many yards they gained. Uh, Daniels had a 13-yard run. Uh, Goodwin had a three-yard run up the middle. Uh, 18-yard throw to Butte right off the bat. So that was good, you know, second and eight, uh, 18-yard throw to Butte. And then after that, it was Daniels running and Goodwin running. And then they got a first and 10. They had another false start by the offense, the entire offensive line, the referee said. And then Daniels threw, uh, overthrew Goodwin, overthrew Butte, and then uh, threw it behind Besh. And that was Besh's only target of the night, I believe. So Besh started, I mean, Daniels started off one for four with 18 yards passing. They punted the ball to Mississippi State. Mississippi State, um, you know, they had some pretty good plays. Uh, uh, Five-yard pass, three-yard run, you know, um, another three-yard run, swing pass, 82. Um, Ward Ward tackle. Ward had like five tackles on the first drive, man. Ward did a really good job on the first drive. Uh, and then they finally, a uh, 16-yard pass to um, – Wide receiver number zero, who Mr. Uh, Kobe Richardson was guarding, he never looked. He never looked up at the ball. Yep. So he got he got not really moss, but he never turned his head. Uh, so first and ten, uh, thirty-seven yard line, running back runs off a tackle to thirty-seven yard touchdown, man. And after that, Mississippi State actually missed the extra point. <laughs> they, it was crazy about that is that. Mrs. Uh, Mike Leach last year, if you remember, game six, he had open tryouts at Mississippi State for kickers. Remember that? <laughs> I do kind of now, yeah. I yeah do. Okay. So then he tried to fix it with the transfer portal. He had two guys transfer in, one from Coastal Carolina okay. and one from Northern Colorado. Okay. Both, tra- both transferred in, and uh, <laughs> they missed both. Uh, first, when they played Arizona last week. They missed their first two uh, extra points also. Jesus. <laughs> so, so Mike Leach is having some problems with the uh, kickers. So, anyway, six to nothing. Uh, so, LSU gets the ball, second drive. Um, first and 10, Emory, one-yard run. Uh, second and nine, uh, was a seven-yard throw to Walker. I don't know if it was supposed to be to Emory or supposed to be to Walker. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, not Walker, I'm sorry, Thomas, Brian Thomas. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if it was supposed to be, but Emory got blown up. So, welcome back to SEC football, there Emory. Go. There you go. Um, Emory one yard run, so it's third and two, fourth and one. They was gonna go for it actually. And uh they end up getting a false start again. Um so and then uh they had to punt the ball away. And another thing uh I forgot to mention on Mississippi State's first drive, it was fourth and one at Mississippi's own twenty two yard line. How and, unbelievable is that? And Mike Leach went for it. I couldn't I, I, I couldn't believe that. I said, No way he's going for this. I thought they was gonna try to draw him off sides and is this and the first fourth first, down? Yeah, the very first fourth down, uh, you know, like, you know, five minutes. If he gets that game. one. Yeah, he gets that one. Daddy, whenever he goes for it on his own 20-something yard line, is that him showing that much confidence in his offense? 
or is that him uh, feeling pressure to score in an away game? Like, what, what, what do you think that stemmed from? I think it was <clears throat> feeling pressure at being in an away game. Yeah, I just think he was just setting the tone. Like, you know, we ain't scared of y'all. We're in Tiger Stadium. Yeah, yeah we, we, we ain't scared of y'all. On the 20, though. Like, oh, your own 22. The that, game's changed a lot in the last 10 years. Yeah, fourth, I, that fourth, the, the, there's a lot of data that people. Yeah, analytics on Analytics show that to go for it. So, uh, analytics weird. ain't uh, showing you that, I can tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care who you yeah, are. So, not, not ever smart to do that. Yeah, no. I don't think so. So, they, LSU in their, sec, their, their, their uh, second drive with a, a punt. So, then Mississippi State gets the ball back. Uh, their second drive, they uh, first and ten to do a little jet sweep to uh, uh, number eighty-two for a loss of uh, one. Ward on the tackle. Uh, second and eleven, Ojulari sacks uh, Rogers for a loss of eight. So, so now it's a third and nineteen, and I'm thinking, all right, you know, we was fired up, but I was like, man, LSU's a pretty bad third down defensive team. So I was wasn't real. I was kind of nervous. It was third and 19. It was an 18-yard reception up the middle, uh, number 82. So, fourth and one, he goes for it again. And I said, man, he's going to go for it again, man. And uh, so, Major Burns tackles uh, the running back in the backfield off a of safety blitz. It was great pressure up the middle by Wingo, too, by the way, from the middle. And that's how that's – how, uh, Major comes off the side. Yeah, yeah. And smokes him. Got him. Uh, so, that's twice. He went for fourth down on two first two drives with fourth down. Yep. And I was like – I told somebody I said I think I think at least just left the punter in Starkville. I don't think <laughs> I don't think he, I don't think he's gonna punt, man. Yeah. Okay. LSU's third drive, they go three and out, man. It wasn't a, a, a second and ten. Uh, Daniels was sacked for four yard loss. He uh, he looked to his left and went to throw the ball, but then he pulled it and ran to the right and got sacked. Then um, Daniels runs for eight yard run, but it was still fourth and six, so they had to punt the ball back to Mississippi State. Third drive, it was a. Uh, Mississippi State, uh, they they went uh, almost – should have been three and out. So, uh, it was a little screen pass, uh, second and one, third and one, screen pass to uh, wide receiver number five, and Ward tackled him for a half a yard loss again. So, so it was into the first quarter. So, it was fourth and one uh, on Mississippi State's 29-yard line, and uh, it was – uh, running back number seven got stopped short by Wingo and Jones. So he went for a fourth down again. That's the Jesus third time. Christ. Three drives in a row he goes for it on fourth. I remember down. thinking, we're going to do this all fucking night. Yeah, I got I, I to be stressed out all night. Yeah, I was four, three drives in a row he goes for it on fourth down. I was thinking, I, that's what I'm telling you, I was like, he forgot his punter. As a fan, whenever you see, man, third and four, I mean, third and four, boom, we stopped him. Fourth and four, oh, here we go. We're good. Let's go. Punt no, that's, team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Punt team. Nope. Never. It, it's like he never punted all night. I was like, I was like, I'm glad he did. Made him look like an asshole. Yeah, he wasn't yeah. dummy. One for four, so, right? And there was some Mississippi State fans in front of me. And I said, I told him, I said, is he going to go for it all night? I said, he can't be this crazy. And they said, oh no, he's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's some bitch's nuts. So uh, LSU's fourth drive. Um, uh, Mississippi State's 29. Uh, Daniels uh, dumps it to Williams because of pressure got to him. Uh, so he dumped it off for a little, I think. It was right at the line of scrimmage, so no game. Second and 10, Daniels fumbled, and uh, Mississippi State recovered. He tried to give it to Williams, and then last minute he pulled it to try to RPO, and it, uh, it just got. So, so LSU turned the ball over. So, they, they talked about Jaden Daniels. His last eight drives before this game ended in touchdown. His first four drives, three punts, and a, and a fumble. So, not, not, not looking good for the Tigers. Right. So, uh, you know, it, it's pretty rough, man. Uh, Mississippi State fourth drive. Um, 
Uh, first and 10, you know, 10-yard reception by wide receiver number zero again. I, I don't, I'm not sure if Richardson was covering him or not. Um, so, Rodgers scrambles for you six yards. Uh, you know, first and 10, they get down, wait a little bit. Third and So, we get down third and 10. Savian Jones comes off the edge for uh, – he substituted for Allegate. And Savian Jones, a sophomore out of St. James, number 35, he sacked Rodgers and forced a fumble, but Mississippi State recovered it. I think an offensive lineman called it. Yeah. Yeah. So fourth and twelve, Mississippi State uh, punted for the first time. So finally, for the first time, they punted. Yep. They had to fourth and twelve. So then LSU's uh, fifth drive. So it's first and ten, uh, LSU three yard line. That's whenever uh, Clayton caught the ball on the three yard line. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's basic basic shit that Brian yeah, Polian needs yeah, to work on this week. You, you always taught right, Daddy, that put your heels on the ten yard line. If it goes to your head, let it go. Yep. Yep, so no just that's just little mental mistakes, and they can coach that up. They'll, they'll they'll clean that up. Brian Kelly did say he will be taking he will be in that room and make you know putting his hands on it, being a coach, making yeah. he's he's held accountable for all this, so he's yeah, going to hold so, people accountable for it. So uh, first and ten of three, Goodwin is five yard run, so give Jaden some room. So it's a second and five. Jaden avoids pressure and throws it out of bounds for Butte and kind of throws, overthrows him pretty bad. So third and five. Um, at this point on third down, both teams are owing owing a. Mississippi State's 0-4, and, and LSU's 0-3 on third downs at this point in the game. Yikes. So, so uh, third and five, Daniels avoids a sack and rushes for three yards, so then it's fourth and two. So, LSU punts it to Mississippi State 41. Um, so, so in, in five drives of the game so far, LSU only has 57 yards of total offense. And uh, I'm sure the fans are getting anxious in the stands. Oh, man. They were anxious, anxious and they was kind of booing. Yep. Uh, you know, it just is what it is. They had a little dude – who was probably about 14 years old, sitting behind me. He was uh, a little uh, skinny white kid, and he said, I'm, I'm telling you, Mom, I, I'm better quarterback than Daniels. And I was like, come on, man. Okay, so, all right, here we go. Mississippi State's fifth drive. Um, the LSU holds them again. They uh, So they get down to the they, – they picked up a first down. They got to LSU's 47. Screen pass gets stopped for a loss from Jay Ward uh, again. Um, so second and 13, Rodgers is sacked by Perkins for a loss of 10 yards. So third and 23, and uh, Rodgers avoids a pressure and just kind of dumps it off to the running back real fast so he don't get killed. So then it's um, – it's, He gets mauled by three Oh, people. yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's fourth, and 20, uh, fourth and 23. Uh, they finally punt it again. Hold on. I was about to say, Delich, go for it. Oh, fourth and 23. No, they punted for 51 yards to the 10-yard line this time. Okay. Okay, so LSU's sixth drive uh, in the second quarter. There's about a minute. There's a six minutes and a one second left to go in a game. Emory had a one three-yard run, second and seven. There was a swing pass to Emory. Uh, this is only LSU's uh, This is L- only LSU's third first down of the game so far. I know, man. Going into this game. Going into this, uh, this drive. Okay. So first and 10. On LSU's 24, Emory one-yard rush. Uh, second and nine, a little screen pass to Butte for one yard. Uh, third and eight, Daniels gets sacked for a two-yard loss. He had uh, – I counted and looked. He had six seconds to get rid of the ball, and Besh and Thomas were wide open. Mm. Wide open. Besh wasn't in the game a lot. That must have been a – I guess, man. He I heard one, he was open on that play. Yeah, yeah, he was wide open. Uh, so, fourth and ten, LSU punts the ball. Uh, they missed a tackle. They, two, two guys missed a uh, returner. And the uh, the punter tackles him out of bounds for a twenty six yard gain. Mm. So that was a recipe for what what happened to it. Special teams coverage. So Mississippi State gets the ball. 
uh, on LSU's 48 with three minutes to four go in the half. Um, it's still uh, six to nothing. First and 10, running back uh, number 23, rushes off right tackle for 34 yards right off the bat. So now we're down to LSU's 13-yard line. Rodgers misses wide receiver number four in the end zone. Okay, second and 10, 13 yards. Second and 10, uh, uh, Rodgers throws a touchdown to the end zone, uh, wide receiver zero, and uh, he mossed uh, Richardson again. He didn't turn his head around. So that's twice. He, he's not turning his head around, man. Yep. And uh, so Mississippi State goes up 13 to zero. So they had three three play 48 yard drive for 50 seconds. So so 13 zero they they go up. So LSU second seventh drive of the game. They start at on 25, two minutes and 14 seconds left. This is when they finally score on this drive. Um, you know they do a couple check down. They do a check down pass to Williams. Um, you know gain of eight. They go down. You know a couple plays later. First and 10, uh, eight-yard pass to Neighbors. Second and 10, 20-yard uh, run by Daniels. He broke it off for 20 yards. So and then, uh, so at this point in the game, he was uh, Daniels 8 for 12, 56 yards, and nine rushes for 66 yards. So first and goal, uh, and Daniels throws a real good uh, ball to Jenkins over the middle for a touchdown. So Daniels now 9 for 13, 64 yards, and a touchdown with nine rushes of 66 yards. So LSU going into this drive had 70 yards of total offense before this drive. And then and then uh on this drive they had seven plays, 75 yards for in a minute and 28 seconds. So they had more yards on this one drive than they had in the whole game. Which that, is pretty, that was some juice going into halftime because boy Yeah, yeah, boy, that was that, 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 that uh turned big time. Yep. Turned the table so and they they missed the extra point so it was 7 to 13. So it, you know, you know yeah. even if you scored you take the lead it felt like, you know. Yeah, so so anyway, uh, Mississippi State gets the ball back with 46 seconds. They they pretty much don't do anything. Um, Roger gets pressure, throw it away a couple times, and then on third and two in this game, uh, third and two so far on the seventh drive, Mississippi State's one for six, and LSU's over five for third downs again. So nobody's doing anything on third downs. And then they punted the ball to LSU. LSU takes a knee. So then we go into the uh, start of the second. Mississippi gets the state gets the ball back, which is crazy. LSU uh, won the toss and and took the ball. You know. Yeah. So they 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 was confident, but it kind of. I heard that Brian Kelly believes this is unpopular opinion amongst coaches, is what I heard Jacob Hester say today. He said, but Brian Kelly believes that there's some analytics that show if you can score first, your percentage of winning goes up tremendous uh, tremendously. But there's another school of belief that shows. Give them the ball first. Odds are you get the ball right before halftime, and if yeah, you score yeah, then, back to back. and you get the ball back to back. So yeah, there's yeah. two schools of belief. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know why he did it. It's not that he thinks we have some sort of high-powered 2019 gun offense. He believes in an analytic. If you can score on that first drive, odds are you win. So Mississippi State's uh, eighth drive, start of the third quarter. First down, they threw it uh, 11-yard gain from wide receiver number 11, and then they went pretty much three and out, and they punted a ball. Fourth and two, they – they uh, punted the ball to LSU's 13-yard line. So they punted again. Uh, LSU's eighth drive. Uh, LSU goes down. Uh, they, you know, they had a swing pass to Goodwin, 14 yards, which looked pretty good. Then a three-yard run by Goodwin, 17-yard swing pass to Neighbors, plus another 15 yards for face mask. Uh, then that first and 10 on Mississippi State's 38. 
Daniel's a quarterback keeper for nine yards, uh, second and one, 13-yard pass to Butte. So now we're first and 10 at Mississippi State's 18-yard line. And this is where Daniel's had three in a row, man. He threw it behind uh, Mason Taylor again at the line of scrimmage. Then uh, he, he threw it behind Taylor once and then behind him again, back-to-back plays. And third and 10, Daniel's threw it uh, too high to Butte in the end zone but also missed neighbors who was wide open in the back of the end zone. Yep. So fourth and 10, uh, Ramos makes a 35-yard field goal. So it's 13 to 10, Mississippi State still up with 10 minutes left to go in the uh, third quarter. So then you get to Mississippi State's uh, ninth drive, and uh, this is where Mississippi State gets a field goal out of it. Uh, so so third and eight, we'll go down to third and eight. I'll skip four. Third and eight and um, 24-yard 24 reception by number zero. Again, Richardson was in the coverage. That's three times for sure that, that Richardson was on number zero and he got uh, three catches. Well, then the very next play, they swapped him and they put Makai uh, uh, Garner on him. And uh, it was incomplete bass. Uh, Garner forced him out of bounds, kind of sort of. It was kind of handsy, but uh, it was a kind of, he couldn't go nowhere because Garner had him covered up. So they go down, they drive down to the, um, I don't know what it was, but it was a 45-yard field goal, and Mississippi State ended up making it to go up 16-10 to 10, uh, with six minutes to go in the third quarter. So then LSU's next drive, they pretty much – they don't do anything. I mean, a little 15-yard pass to Thomas, which is good. Uh, they get down to second and 10. Uh, Daniels is sacked for the third time. Loss of six. Pressure came from uh, Frazier and Emory's side. So it's third and 16, 12-yard pass to Mason Taylor. And th- at this point, LSU is 0 for 7 on third downs with th- four minutes to go in the third quarter. So they 0 for 7. They haven't converted a third down yet. So fourth and four on Mississippi State's 49-yard line. They decide to go for it. Daniels rolls out to his uh, left and misses neighbors wide open. He missed him by three yards. So, mm. so far, Daniels is not – being very accurate and not having. He a doesn't good look like he had the first two games because no, accuracy no. was not an issue in the. No, first two no, games. it wasn't. But he's just a little off. So and you have a you have a bad game, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so Mississippi State gets the ball back on turnover on downs. So Mississippi State first and ten, four yard run by running back uh, number twenty three, second and six. Rogers misses number eighty two. Uh, good coverage by the DBs. Third and six, five yard reception from number eleven. Brooks with a tackle, short of the first down. Fourth and one, LSU 42-yard uh, line, and uh, they, they go for it again. This is the fourth time they go for it, by the way. And Ward come up with a great uh, pass breakup to force a turnover on down. So, LSU turn it over on fourth downs. Mississippi State turn it right back to back on fourth downs. Beautiful. Yeah, so we get the ball right back. Okay, so LSU first play, first and 10, 12-yard pass to Jenkins. Um so we on uh, Mississippi State's 46 uh, RPO play. Daniel keeps it for a, a loss of two yards. But, I mean, I'm okay with that as long as you don't turn it over and you don't uh, – no, you, you can take two yards loss every once in a while. I mean, That's you right. don't take it every play, but it's okay to take it every once in a while. Uh, so third and 12, three-yard pass to Jenkins. And I didn't like this play call, by the way. That's why I highlighted this one. Uh, he threw it to Jenkins right on the uh, line of scrimmage. And at this point in the game, it's 10 to 13. Or 10 to 16, I'm sorry. I just don't think the play calling is that great by Denbrock so far. Okay. I just don't – I don't. I just – it was It was kind of – I don't know, it was, it was irritating me. So, I mean, you're down and you and it's third and 12 and you can throw the ball at the line of scrimmage when they're in zone coverage. Yeah, I don't fuck with that. So, 
fourth and nine, LSU punts to Mississippi State. And then wide receiver number 85 muffs it at the 10-yard line. LSU recovers. And I think this was the turning point of the game. Okay. So LSU gets the ball to start on the eight-yard line. It's a right-off-the-bat false start on Turner again. And I'm like, here we go. We're not going like, to capitalize. And I was like, yeah, we, got, we, got to, we can't get a field goal out of this. Yep. So first and goal from the 14, four-yard run by Goodwin. Second and goal, Daniel scrambles for a seven-yard pickup. And then uh, and then uh, third and goal, uh, Daniels keeps it for a touchdown. And so we go into the, the fourth quarter with LSU's leading 17-16. to 16 with uh, 14 minutes to go in the game. <clears throat> and then LSU, Mississippi State gets the ball back, man, and uh, they go three and out. First three and out uh, uh, of Mississippi State the whole game. First one that LSU calls the whole game because they went on four, you know, went on four down. They finally had a punt on three down. Uh, uh, Ozilari hit Rodgers pretty good on a, a second and ten, and then it was uh, they had some pressure on him this play. So LSU gets the ball back on their 12th drive. And then uh, first and 10, uh, Emory had a four-yard run. Second and six, Daniels throws it out of bounds. He missed Butte big time out of bounds on this play too. So third and six, LSU's only – they're one for nine on third downs at this point in the game. Third and six, 10-yard pass to neighbors. Great. First first and 10, Daniels uh, was uh, – throw was off to Mason Taylor. Uh, him and Mason Taylor just wasn't jiving. Yeah, it didn't happen for him. Yeah, it was just wasn't the chemistry just wasn't there that night. It was some freshman mistakes by Taylor, and yeah, it was yeah. some bad throws by by so, you know, Jaden. So second and ten, Emory uh, eight yard run up the middle. Uh, third and two, nine yard pass to neighbors. First and ten, Daniels quarterback keeper for six yards. Second and four, Emory one yard run. Third and ten, four yard throw to neighbors again to convert a third down. So first and ten, Daniels throws it out out of bounds intended for Butte. So that, that was a pretty bad throw. Second and 10, he throws it out of bounds again, intended for Lacey. Almost the same exact route, same exact throw. Yep. He throws it out of bounds. And then that's when Jaden comes to the sideline and, and uh, Kelly gives him an earful. Earful. And, and Kelly said in the press conference, like you heard earlier, he takes coaching well. Yeah, that's good, man. So third and 10 was a little swing pass to Williams that went for 10 yards. I mean, seven yards, I'm sorry. So it's fourth and three, Mississippi State 34-yard line. This is where uh, one of the biggest throws of the night, 26-yard slant route to neighbors, you know, uh, uh, 50-50 jump ball, just let your athlete go out-athlete their cornerback, man. And when he threw it, he let – you can even ask uh, – Dylan's supposed to call in. You can ask him. I said, no, yeah. I was, Dude, I was uh, – he, he saw in the slot he had – he he wasn't had it, had no help over the top and just threw it up. It was a fade. That's, that's what he's threw supposed it to up, do, man. Let you, and then uh, – so first and goal, uh, Williams runs it up the middle and breaks two or three tackles and bullies his way in for a score. LSU goes up 24-16 uh, after they make the extra point. So, 14 plays, 84, 85 yards, and six minutes on that drive. Beautiful. Great, man. So, and then LSU kicks it off, and, and whoever's kicking off is Ramos, right? Yep. He's kicking. It's like squibbing it, man. And I don't know why he's doing that. I don't know why he's – just kick, just kick the thing out of the end zone. He, I've, seen, I've seen him do it three times in this game. Just kick it every time. But he, he squibbed it to that number five, and that sucker ran it back for 90 yards. But then they got called back on a holding. Thank, thank God. That, thank let, the, God, that let the air out of the room. Oh, man. So, and then, uh, so Mississippi State goes three and out again. Uh, with three and out. So, LSU gets the ball back again with uh, six minutes left, up by, you know, up by eight points. 
They had a really good throw by Daniel Jenkins, but Jenkins dropped it because that was just that was good coverage, man. That was, man, good, that was, was a good, good ball too. Good but throw, good, good good coverage though. Yeah, good yeah. coverage, man. Um, and then so Emory had a three yard run. Daniels keeps it and runs it for nine yards. So it's first and ten, Mississippi State forty seven, and that's when Good breaks off for that uh that forty seven yard touchdown run. That put us up two scores. Put us up two scores, man. And then nail in the coffin, daddy. Well, not yet. So Mississippi State on their last drive, or one of their last drives, uh, yeah, I think it was their last drive. They uh, first and thirty-five, eighteen-yard screen pass to number five wide receiver. Uh, first and ten, LSU's forty-seven checkdown pass of running back number four. I mean, running back number twenty-three four yards. Second and six checkdown pass to the running back again for thirteen yards. And they're marching and, down the field. Oh yeah, yeah. So first and ten, uh, play action uh, screen pass to number four. Uh, for six yards, so second and four. This is when uh Jay Ward picks picks off Rogers for uh. Daddy, the wide receivers ran a scissors route, a scissors concept. He throws it behind the guy. Uh, he throws it behind the wide receiver. Jay Ward just perfect in perfect position. And he tweaked his play. knee, man. I think he just hyperextended it. Yeah, Jock Juice had posted immediately after yeah, that yeah. he talked to Jay Ward. So, it's good. Brian Kelly addressed it. Said he's good to go for. Yeah. he'll be good for this weekend. So Rogers, uh, which is a real good quarterback, I think. He uh, against Memphis, he was thirty-eight for forty-nine, four hundred fifty yards, five touchdowns, one and pick. Against Arizona, he was thirty-nine for 40, 49, 313 yards, uh, four touchdowns, one interception. So he was seventy-seven for ninety-eight, which is seventy-eight point five percent completion, seven hundred sixty-three yards, and nine touchdowns, two interceptions. Against LSU, he only was twenty-four for forty-two, two hundred fourteen yards, one touchdown, one interception. Man, in fifty-seven percent completion, man. He never looked as comfortable as he used to. No, and that—that's—that's that's what is. Uh, kudos to Matt House and our defense for playing lights out. Uh, you know, Mississippi State had a uh, five hundred forty-seven yards against Memphis, uh, four hundred twenty-six yards against Arizona, only had two hundred eighty-nine yards against LSU. Do you know why? Why's that? Why? Because he kept blitzing, baby. Man, he was put pressure on that quarterback all night long. It looked like he was sending three and he'd send five. It looked yeah. like he was sending five and he'd send three. Yeah, it was he, so exotic what he was doing. Like the looks it. were, yeah, and the it, looks were so. Matt House of just watching him for three games. He's very creative. That looked like an NFL defense. It was it was high level. Will Rogers thought he knew what was coming and it never was. Every single time, Brian Kelly said. Daddy, you agree? Oh, I agree 100%. And I said that before on the podcast that from week one to week two is one of your biggest improvements. But from week one to week three is probably your biggest improvement on the year. You did say that. So, if this team could go back and play Florida State again. I want them. Uh, man, they would beat them by two touchdowns at least. Good good news. We got them first game next season. Yeah. The the actual uh, – they don't, And they don't have a week zero game. Schedule just got released. Our schedule just yeah. got released tonight. Yeah, we got played Grambling, baby. Grambling. And, so, we play Arkansas early. And the Black Knights. Like week four, huh? Yeah, we play Arkansas like in September. That's so strange. And the Black Knights. You saw who McNeese yep. played? <laughs> no, no. McNeese has got to go to the swamp next year, baby. Love it. But So I was going to say about Daniels that he was 22 for 37, 59% completion, 210 yards, a touchdown. No interceptions, by the way. Still no interceptions, knock on wood. Still no uh, ball that could have got interceptions. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he, he's, 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 he had some bad throws, but – but, never risky though. Yeah, never risky throws. You're right. Correct. Uh, uh, so, but the good thing about him, he had 16 carries, 93 yards, and a touchdown. So over 300 total yards. Of 303 offense. total yards of offense, two touchdowns. So I'm not going to count the Southern game. Yeah, yeah. But, but so Daniels in the first game, he had a uh, 
209 yards of a pass and two touchdowns and uh, 114 yards rushing. So he had 323 yards of total offense. The first in this game he had 303. So so his thir- first two big games he counted for 626 yards of LSU's 764 yards of offense. Yeah. So 180 138 yards was the rest of the team in the two games. So he is your, pretty much your offense, man. I mean, that's our guy. That's that's him, man. And all right, that's it, man. Straight into my boss, Mister Level Up himself, Eddie Bodan. Eddie was at the at the shop this weekend with the boys. He had to come experience game day in Venton, Louisiana. Eddie, real quick before we get into the questions, what was your experience like, and did you have a good time in Venton with the boys? Top five all time LSU parties I've ever been to. <laughs> Eddie. <clears throat> Uh, the boys were fired up. You were here. We was having a good time. I got one question for you, Eddie. All right. Was you one of the guys with your shirts off jumping around? Absolutely. Hell yeah. That's what I was talking about. <laughs> think, Hell yeah. I, I think Eddie coordinated that. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't. Are I seen you the, serious? Hell yeah. I, I didn't know if I was. Uh, Rob sent me a Snapchat at his house or he was at a frat party. I wasn't sure, man. <laughs> I think I even think Rob had his shirt off at one point. We was oh, getting I, it going. I, oh, I know Rob was feeling himself. Oh, the, whenever the highs make the lows and the lows make the highs, being an LSU fan, that's our life story. So after that low first half, that second half, it 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 make it, it feels good. So Eddie, absolutely, yeah, for sure. All right, my boss, Mister Level Up, owner, CEO, face of the organization himself, Eddie. We got you on the line. I got some questions for you. You ready? Yep. All right, Eddie. Earlier in the week, true or false, you and I talked, and what did you guess the final score was going to be? Uh, 31-17 is what I thought it was. Yep. And uh, what, the final score was 31-16 or something? 31. No, I'm sorry, 35-17, and it was 31-16. That's right, and they missed the extra point. So yeah. you were as close as anybody I know. About as close as it gets. That's about as close as it gets. So my question is, how did you guess that final score? What What led you to that? And really and truthfully, I, after watching the first two games, um, you know, we just make some really good halftime adjustments. Okay. And, uh, I, you know, everybody was kind of hyping Mississippi State up. I just thought that we were just going to whip them. I don't know. It was just a – I guess it was a gut feeling on that one. It was the the, the 20 years – the 30 years of us beating their brakes their heads <laughs> in. You were like, yeah. no way the dogs come in here and, we, and beat us, huh? Absolutely, absolutely. But didn't they get us last year, though? Yeah, they, no, they got us two years ago yeah, whenever we year. ran man all def- and they threw for 600 yeah. yards on us. KJ Costello. Since 99, they've only yeah, won me, twice. You had a long, long talk about that Saturday before the game. <laughs> that's right, that's right. So, Eddie, it's no secret to anyone who listens to this podcast, Jaden Daniels is my favorite player. Next question, what's your thought on Jaden Daniels? Uh, I think we missed some – I think we make all the really easy throws. I think the mediocre throws um, are uh, less than stellar, and and the hard throws are nearly impossible for us right now. So, our, we got Coach Daddy here in the studio with us. He's a he's a coach for a high school, St. Louis High. He says that Jaden just look call a spade a spade. Jaden's a better runner than he is passer, but we're not gonna you know the the we're we're not going to take all his weapons. You know, we're not going to ask him to not run because he's too good at running. 
I wish he would run more, to be honest with you. <laughs> it seems unstoppable I right mean, now. I mean, why not? Why not? What I mean, look at all right, Cam Newton, um, uh, some of the uh, Lamar young Jackson from Alabama to uh, Jalen. I mean, what, what Johnny Menzel? What do they all have in common? They, they all scramble and get out of the pocket. Why would we try to stay in the pocket? The only you don't have your first read. Maybe look at the second read, then run for ten yards. Why not? It's showing that I saw even Mississippi State had some spy on him before, you know, and that's how you stop that, right, Daddy? You got a spy. Yep. yep. Your, your spy guy can't run twenty-one miles an hour, so the never he really could never get the edge on him. You know what I mean? I right. think I think number forty-four, that white linebacker, was spy on him a lot of times. Hey, that's, he wasn't catching him. Cat. No, he wasn't catching him. So, Eddie, I I, I agree with you somewhat on Jaden. I think he's gonna. I think he's a little bit better passer than what you give him credit for, but he's got to show it in big games. He right, did right. Okay, so next question, Eddie. Will LSU cover the thirty-point spread against New Mexico this weekend? Yeah, we win by at least forty-five this weekend. Are you telling me to lock that in right now, Eddie? And bet yeah, that? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, lock that in. Forty-five. Yeah, well, I, I, I think, I think final score somewhere's in the. Let's see. We're writing this 55 down. Fifty-five to seven range, and I think they get seven at the end. I think. Okay, 55-7. We're, we got your score, and we're going to take ours at the end of the episode. I like that. I'm betting it. Fuck it. I'm riding with you, Eddie. All right, next question. A little throwback. What What's the best live game you've ever been to? Man, so I've been blessed uh, in, in my previous career to uh, go to one big LSU home game for eight years in a row, uh, Big Tailgate, and I was lucky to get tickets to all eight of those games. I've seen Florida – Two or three times, Alabama. Two or three times. Um, my favorite was probably Trey Quinn's year when Alabama beat us. I think it was twenty four seventeen on the late fourth quarter screen pass. Oh, you're Friday talking night. about the AJ McCarron screen where? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Was, Trey Quinn. Trey yeah. Quinn was doing really good. Then he no, Trey good. Trey Quinn wasn't there that year. That was twenty twelve. With uh, that was with um. Jarvis Landry we and Odell the pass back or something late for a first down and ended up getting the ball back and beating them. It's famously called the TJ Yeldon screen. They yeah. threw the screen to TJ Yeldon, Craig yeah. Lawson. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Listen to this, yep. by the way. Craig Lawson followed me on TikTok today because of that TikTok, Eddie. <laughs> Craig Lawson missed. <laughs> this is not a joke. Craig Lawson followed me today. Craig Lawson. 21,000 views, baby. 21,000 views on that TikTok. Uh, Craig Lawson comes down, misses TJ Yeldon, and TJ Yeldon yeah. wins the fucking game. I wish you would. You know what? Another another game I really liked. I think it was 2018. Joe Burrow runs that one down the right sideline. I was sitting in the end zone from about I don't remember how far. Was, was that Georgia game? Yes. Yes, you were there. We tailgated. BB cooked the pasalaya. We we cooked for the yeah. Georgia. Was, Georgia was another one. Of the Eddie. Georgia games. was number two coming into that game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. yeah I think yeah. they rushed the field, didn't they? Yeah, they rushed the field. That was a big one, Eddie. All yeah. right. I got a so that was a question about the past. Now I got a question about the future, Eddie. Will I know you're from? I know that you're from the Lafayette area. So if you're from the Lafayette area, you know who Walker Howard is, right? Yes. Will Walker Howard and Brian Kelly win a natty together at LSU in the next four to five years? I can see the stadium lights from my house where Walker Howard played football at. So you're telling me uh, that's some foreshadowing for a natty? Well, uh, I, 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 so so this is the deal. You got to be a dude. Absolute dude. 
at quarterback, right? Like you, you got to be the dude. I don't think he can be the dude. Oh, a big letdown on the podcast from Boss. I mean, look, I, I'm as optimistic, half glass full kind of guy as there is. You are. I don't think he can be the dude. I, I hope I'm wrong. Okay. I think he can. You know, let's say he starts for three years. I think he could win thirty games. Okay. I don't think he can win the thirteen. You're saying he don't. He don't have that next year. level. Joe Burrow take us over the top. I hope I'm wrong, man, but I just don't see it happening. Now, I really like Brian Kelly, and I like his halftime adjustments. I really like our conditioning and strength. Yeah, Coach Flint's doing a great job. We're wearing people. Mm-hmm. Look, we saw we saw us in the second half take over Florida State, too. Like, it's, this is a trend that's happening. Like, teams aren't as in good a shape as us. Yeah, I mean, look, could he do it? Yes. Do I think it's going to happen? No. Okay. I think that's fair. I like the truth. I like the I like your honesty. I, but look, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you, we win in a natty in five years. Cat. I'm just gonna. And but I'm Mister Glass three quarters full, so don't let's be be careful listening to me. All right, I'll be the first one to take that to take that L and be glad to take that one. Love it, Eddie. So, last question: Will you be coming back for another game with the boys? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I will make one in October at some point. All right, look, hunting season don't start till December. It's time for you to, you know, you got to make one more, and we'll go all out on it. We'll make sure we invite plenty of people ahead of time, and we'll go all out. UAB. All right. I'm in there for that. All right, Eddie. Thank you for calling in, boss. Love you, bro. All right, boys. Love y'all. All right. All right. That was Mr. Level Up. We appreciate Eddie coming on. Now we're going back to friend of the program, one of the boys, been on the podcast before. He's going to be on the podcast all season long. Jay, Dylan Thibodeau went with you this weekend, right? Me and Dylan. Dylan, we got you loud and clear? Yes, sir. Dylan, real, real quick, I got to ask. Did you have any Bud Heavies before you went in the game or no? Because I only know a couple guys who drink Bud Heavies, and you're one of them. Him and Shane, the only two I know. Man, me and uh, me and Jay went light beer this weekend. That's a, I don't think that's a bad move. Well, we figured it'd be kind of a lot of walking. It was, it was kind of hot, you know, so we yeah. figured that, you know, we stayed light. Was you with Rusty this weekend, Jay? Seen Rusty there. Oh yeah. He, you must have told him that I'm going to come to some games. Yeah, I told him. Man. Okay, he, he texted me he today. Tried to, he tried to pick me up. I imagine that. <laughs> he said a little bird told me that you're coming to some games this year, so yeah. I, I went ahead and got with him and linked up with him. So mm-hmm. Dylan went with the light beer. So Dylan, I, I got to ask. You were in the stadium with Jay, and Jay. Jay, sometimes I don't know if he's going to tell me the truth or not. So I need I need to know your thoughts. What was your thoughts whenever the game was thirteen nothing, Dylan? Man, my first thought was, uh, we're in trouble. Yeah, it was, uh, was, was the stadium, what was the feeling in the stadium? Were, were, were they really booing Jaden a little bit? Like, what was the feeling? Yeah, man, they, uh, we had, we had a couple people around us started booing Jaden. Uh, just, it just felt like the offense just wasn't clicking, you know, just everybody was just kind of like at all. It seemed like I know me and Jay looked at each other a couple of times, just couldn't figure out, you know, like just what's going on here. You know, why ain't we together? Why ain't we clicking? It was rough at first half for everybody. So, oh yeah. I guess my, my next question was, were you shocked at Leach going for it on first, fourth down four times? And as well, like on his own, what, Jay? Where did he do it at? On his own 22. Were, were you shocked at that, yeah. Dylan? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, me and me and Jay even joked about it. We thought he left the punter in Sarkville. <laughs> 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 All right. So, 
like I said, you were there. You had boots on the ground. What was the loudest play in the stadium that night? Was it the muff punt? Was it the fourth and three fade to Malik? Was it uh, Greg Brooks come down and made a big hit? Was it Goodwin's big run? Jay Ward's pick? What was the loudest play of the game that night? Man, I had to. Uh, I had to go with uh, with Goodwin's uh, when he took it to the house. Man, I mean that's. The stadium, that was kind of like the, the little icing on the cake right there. Up two scores, up crazy, two scores. Man. Everybody had to feel that like a little bit of the dagger right there. Even if they come back and score real quick, which they were marching down the field to do, you're still up two scores. I, I thought That's what I thought it'd be. I think, Jay, you said, what do you feel, like fourth and three fade? The fourth and three fade was pretty pretty loud, but that, that, that I wanted to go when he broke off. Like It got loud when he broke the first tackle, but when he got out in space and he knew he was going to score a touchdown, it just kind of erupted. So he's probably right. It, it was loud, man. Yeah. Dylan, whenever he threw yeah. that fourth and three fade, was you shocked whenever it was fourth down and, and he threw the ball? All you see was him throwing the ball up. Yeah, I knew he was going to catch oh. it, and I thought that was the best play there. <laughs> hey, Rob, no, no lie. The only thing I heard in the stadium when Jaden threw that ball was, what are you doing? And it come right next to me from Jason. That no, one. No, that, see, one. Was, that had to be somebody. <laughs> that had to be that little kid behind y'all. Yeah, that was that. that was the one. Yeah, that kid behind me said he's a better quarterback than Jaden. That was the one who said that. It was one. It was one of those. What are you? Good job. Good job. Oh, yeah. Love you. Love you. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> I wonder on that play call. This is just me talking with my boys. I wonder on that on that play on that play call. There's surely there's a safer route. That's what I was thinking, man. Than a 26 yard throw on a fourth and three. You only need three. You don't need 26 yards. Just a quarterback draw with Jay. Something. Yeah. I I thought he was gonna. I thought it was gonna be RPO quarterback read off the right tackle or some or left tackle because you know left tackle is stronger. But I think that was the same drive where he threw to him on third down. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess he had all the confidence in the world. Three third downs and now was his fourth down. So he threw to him every time. All right. Oh yeah, Dylan. And this Jayden, is and Jaden let that loose like right off. The oh man! Immediately. Second guess it, man. What are we doing? Oh, yeah. Man. All right. This is this is the the big question, Dylan. I gotta know because I don't trust the son of a bitch. Did Jay <laughs> give up on Jaden at any time during the game? No, man. He oh he stuck, he stuck with him, man. He did. Fuck. We got. Kyle said we uh. And we kind of looked at each other a couple of times. Some of those throws, man, it just just didn't seem like from the, what we've seen in the first couple of games. It just didn't seem like he had his he had his uh his stuff, man. There was thoughts of uh, when I was watching in the first half. I was like, do we really just suck? Because you know you beat up on Southern. You're supposed to beat up on Southern, but all we have of a, is a sample of getting three bad quarters at Florida State, and then the first half, you're like, golly, do we fucking suck? Yeah. Was you ever thinking yeah. that, Jay? I was thinking, oh, here we go, man. We, we, I said, I'm, I'm going to lose my uh, seven-win total bet, and um, we're going to go four and eight. <laughs> I was thinking, man, it was just like – and then they just turned it around. All right. I know. I don't know how true it is, Rob, but I heard today from a buddy of mine who – he's a pretty big LSU fan too that uh, said that Jaden Jaden uh, made an adjustment to his shoulder pads at halftime. Oh my God, this is some next so level shit right here. I don't know. I don't know how true it is. Like I said, I don't. But he's a pretty big LSU fan, and he heard. He heard. Uh, I actually heard had a couple guys tell me that, but uh, said he made some kind of shoulder pad adjustment at halftime. Well, they need to have that shit fixed before the next game. Uh, I love I that. He, I think he borrowed <laughs> yeah. uh, Mississippi State's punter's shoulder pads. He didn't need them. He didn't need them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he didn't. Yeah. No, he didn't need them. Damn, I like that. That's some inside info right there. I love it. So, uh, next question. 
after three games, Dylan, we've got a, we've it's a quarter quarter of the season in. Like, what who do you think is your favorite player right now? Who who do you like the best after we're three games in? Man, I I really love Monique, man. Malik neighbors. Yep. Him him and Jaden's chemistry, man. It just I mean, you would think you know thought it was going to be Jaden and uh and Butte, but man, him and Malik, man, they got something going. It's uh. It might even stemmed from it, it's maybe stemming from Butte getting bracket coverage, getting double coverage, not being as open as much. He's drawing attention. He's our only All American we got. But whatever it is, like you said, the chemistry is is forming in front of us. Yeah. And one, oh yeah, definitely. One, one thing about one thing Dylan said on the podcast previously. Okay. Said Ali Gay was going to get double digits and sacks. Wait, so. wait, update on that. Where are we at? I don't know. Ali Gay has how many? <laughs> You got the goose egg. <laughs> <laughs> so he needs to get at least one sack, one and a half sack in every every game from here on out. Remember, Dylan, he was suspended half the Southern game, so yeah. we need them stat filler games. It, <laughs> yeah. it was like it's like whenever Starks and played Johnson's Bayou, I had to drop forty so I keep my average right. So that's, yeah. that, well, that's because Ian yeah. shut you down. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're right. That's what. <laughs> but uh, said. but no, that's uh, what's funny about Ali Gay is he's played pretty good all night, you know. And then they he comes out. I guess he uh. Tapped his helmet and he wanted a break. Uh, Jones gets in there and sacks the quarterback. As soon as he gets in, I was like, "Man, I was like, come on!" <laughs> I think Ali Gay is gonna he's gonna he's gonna boost he's gonna boost his stats this weekend. I'm calling it here first. D- get Dylan back on track. Two sacks, two <laughs> yeah. sacks, two sacks against New Mexico. Two sacks, Call Dylan. Him. Look, we know he's got that dog in him. He's, he's oh, gonna, yeah. it's gonna happen sometime. Yeah, he ain't. I bit. just think I think he might have heard me say something on the podcast. He might listen to the podcast <laughs> itself. And you know he what? Might, he just might. He wants me to sweat a little bit. You was betting on that big some bitch Mason getting some yeah. attention in the middle and helping Allie on the edge. Because if oh, yeah. think about if Mason Smith's there, how much attention he or how much havoc he's causing up the middle that helps Allie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a wall right there. So bet we we're gonna have to call that bet a uh, uh, re up on that bet because yeah, we'll do like uh. Six. Six. That's good. That's good, Emma. All right. So, Dylan, six sacks over and under. You're taking over and under on Alligator for the year. Six. Six for the year? Six for the year. I'm going to still go with the over. Yeah, he's going to yeah. I agree. Boy. Hell yeah. All right. Next question. Dylan, we just asked uh, my buddy Eddie on the phone, will LSU cover the 30 points against New Mexico this weekend? Man, I, th- I think they will. I think they will. Uh, they New Mexico really hadn't, really hadn't played any – Good competition. The only team they played was Boise State. That was any – I mean, you know, any kind of – they're not power five, but, you know, they've, they've tried to be for a long time. That's right. Give us and a – they lost – Give us a score prediction. Give us a score prediction. Yeah, give us a score prediction. We're, we're going to take ours. We'll, we'll announce them at the end. Okay, I think – I think – uh, I, man, especially with that defense, that same defense shows up this weekend, man. I think – uh. I'm thinking something like maybe 45, 14, something like that. Ooh, I like that. I'm, I'm, mine's going to be similar to that, I'm, I'm pretty sure. All right. So right, just barely cover, 31 points. They cover. <laughs> Covers a cover. Yeah, barely. <laughs> All right, Dylan. You know, you know us, we like to make stuff close. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, one of, that's definitely Cardiac Tigers. Give me a give me a gambling lock for this weekend. I know you've been texting me and Jay in a group. You've been hitting, you've done hit a couple parlays. I mean that's pretty hard shit. I've been gambling for a long time, you know. Just t- tying together some parlays. It's it's always extra money. It's never gonna hurt you, but it's always fun if you do hit. You've been kind of hot lately. Give me a gambling lock in college football this weekend. Man, I like uh, I like Arkansas getting two points versus A and M. 
Man, I fucking like that too, man. I seen where Barrett Salee said that Arkansas is the worst pass defense in the country this year. Oh, good thing that A and M can't. Pass. <laughs> yeah, that's what I say. That, <laughs> yeah. that, that means nothing. But I'm just gonna yeah. see what y'all said. <laughs> good thing that A and M sucks. What at you that. mean? Uh, Max was ten for twenty. Yeah, they're gonna hand the ball off to eight, that A chain kid. He might be the fa- one of the fastest kids I've ever he seen. Might in be one football. of the best all around players in college football. That son of a bitch, Dylan. If you get a chance, I hate A and M. They're my, probably maybe my least favorite team outside Alabama nowadays. They got a running back. Uh-huh. And he does – I think he returns punts too and shit. Mm-hmm. His name's A-Chain, A-C-H-A-N-E. And they put him in a slot. That motherfucker, Dylan, is fast as I've ever seen in college football. That little that little number five was fast Damn. for Mississippi State too, man. Yeah, he was quick. He was he was hurting us. And, and uh, 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 Converse showed his speed running him down, man. He, yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jarek is supposed to be one of the fastest players yeah. on our team. He'd run his ass down. Mm-hmm. He's man, not as – He's almost as fast as Emory Jones running that. Run him down on the sideline. I thought you were going to say he's almost <laughs> as fast as that, that, that some bitch from uh from Johnson Bayou ran a 100. Oh, 100. Keith Battle ain't as fast as him. Yeah, almost as bat- fast as yeah. Keith Battle. <laughs> All right. Oh, oh, RJ from Starks. Oh, oh that some bitch was – he wasn't slow. No, he was. <laughs> that some bitch hey, was I athletic. Tell you, I can tell you. I can tell you one thing about RJ. Every time we played him in baseball, played Starks in baseball, when RJ got on first base, you can automatically put him on second. He was still in that some yeah, the catcher didn't even have to throw the ball. You just put him on second. Yeah, that son bitch was. He was long and athletic, man. Except when Joe Porche was pitching. <laughs> Nobody stole on <laughs> Nobody him. Nobody steals on Joe. Yeah, he don't even steal his lunch money. Don't steal nothing from him. That's right. All right, Dylan, we, sorry about being so late, man. We appreciate you coming on. We'll uh, we'll talk to you later, all right? All right. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate later, bro. It, later, bro. All right, this is Final Thoughts on Mississippi State, and we're going to close out the Mississippi State game, week three with a win. Final thoughts, Jay, kick us off. So, very first one is special team coverage defense needs a lot of work. Yep. That's my first thought. We're not here to paint all sunshine. In no, no, no. There's some fucking work. Yeah, there's some work. I don't know if it's Brian Polian. I don't know if it's, you know, just poor, piss poor tackling. I don't know what it is, but whatever they need to do, they work. Because, like I said, they've sh- – I'm not, I'm not saying they shored up, but they the the kicking and the blocking and, and everything else, it looks like it's it's pretty good. Uh, the long snapper snapped it kind of high to uh, the punter one time, but that was just one time. Um, and they also, I don't know if you noticed this, but on on kick, uh, um, field goals and extra points and whatever, on the right side they have uh, Quincy uh, Wiggins and Ali Gay on the right side. Oh, I don't know wow. if I've ever seen. I don't know if I've ever seen uh, two defensive ends. Big boys. Yeah, I just say I don't know if I've ever seen two defensive ends on a uh, on a you know locking assignment. Okay. So then uh, I'm just gonna go with. On, off of Daniels this year. I said, uh, oh, this game, I mean. Uh, so, this was Daniels' worst game throwing the ball this year. So, he had 15 incompletions. Out of 15 incompletions, 11 of those in, incompletions were bad or inaccurate throws. And, out of, you know, out of 11 of those bad throws, like seven of them wasn't even close. Like, he just – like we said, it was just uh, – uh, and Kelly let him know it too. And there were at least three times where, um, where he tucked it and run – and he should have uh, let the play develop, and then went through his progressions a little more, and uh, and then I think the guy waited for the guy to be open or or throw the guy open. But overall, I still think he played enough for LSU to get the win, and which they did. And I never gave up on him. Dylan confirmed that. And uh, plus, uh, one thing I really liked about him, even though we were down, he never folded. He never his demeanor never changed. So he he, he does. 
so far he, ha- he hasn't folded under pressure, and I really like that about him. Never too high, he's never too low. He's right where you want that. Oh, no, yeah. Know. Yeah, I think sometimes when they go three and out or whatever, he smiles, and some LSU fans don't like that, but that's okay with me. I don't, you know. Yeah, fuck them. <laughs> so LSU's O-line looked uh, better in the uh, in the first game, but they still have a lot of improvement. But two true freshmen uh, started at tackles, and I can't remember. They said they looked it up. And they think the last time two true freshmen started at tackles was World War II era or something like that. So that's a that's a good segue into I do have the the uh, Pro Football Focus offensive okay. line uh, their grades. Um, if you want me to touch on that now, yeah, go ahead. All right, Jay told you about the the two tackles that are true freshmen for LSU. I'm going to give you the Pro Football Focus. This is their pass protection grades. Mm-hmm. Emory Jones with a 77. <laughs> Will Campbell with an 89. Jay, you referenced earlier in there, there was the left side looked locked down. Mm-hmm. And 89 is fantastic. What would Dillinger have? Dillinger, 83. <laughs> okay. Charles Turner, 76. This is mm-hmm. miles better than the 50s we were had. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And I think he only graded that, that low because he uh, false starts and stuff. That's why. And on top of that, Charles Turner, he, he, he ranked a 76 in pass pro, but he was also our highest graded run blocker. Mm-hmm. I don't have that stat, but he was the highest. Yeah, yeah, that's, right. that's good. Okay, Jay, you mentioned this. Mr. Frazier, 58. So, you referenced that first thing. You said, I don't know if it was uh, if it was Emory on the right side or it was Frazier. Frazier, uh, look for them to make moves and look yeah, for them to try different shit next to Emory Jones. So they might they might put uh, Bradford there. You know, Bradford's a big body. And, yep. Or they might put Bradford at left and put – Dillinger, right? You know, just look for them to go away from Miles and try something. But those four that you just mentioned, those four, and look, they're young too. They promise, dude. uh, They're showing some promise. So I'm I'm not 100 percent sure what Turner is, but I think he's sophomore. Okay, I think he's sophomore. Uh, We can look it up. But uh, Frazier and um, Frazier and um, Dillinger are both sophomores. Uh, So Turner, I mean, um, Campbell and Emory are both true freshmen. You know Anthony Bradford's number. Anthony Bradford is a seventy-five. Number seventy-five. He is a junior. No, I'm talking about a Turner, sixty-nine. He is a junior. So, so junior center, two sophomores at guard, and two freshmen at tackle. So we we are a young offensive line unit with great recruiting coming in. Yeah, with great recruiting coming in with Kelly there, you know that he's going to recruit offensive linemen. And you love that your bookend tackles. Or true freshman. True, they they room together. Emory yeah. Jones said today on the Jordy Collada show. Yeah, that's I mean, that's awesome, man. I love it. The future's bright there. Mm-hmm. While we're on Pro Football Focus, and we'll get right back to Jay. It, I can't not mention Jay Ward. Take a guess what he graded at, Daddy. Ninety four. Jay. I'm gonna say it had to be ninety. Ninety. Yeah, ninety. I was gonna say ninety one. He graded a ninety point three. Uh, T. Bob Abrier, a quote from him. He said it's one of the whenever he went back and watched the film twice. <laughs> One of the best games he's ever seen played by a defensive player at LSU. Just zero mistakes. Yeah, dog. That's, Look, a, lot. that's a big lineup. That's a big, and, and he's played with some dogs. T-Bob played. He always fa- very famously said "There's the best player he ever played was Tyron Matthew. He wasn't even close. And it yeah. seemed like he just was just unfathomable yeah, how good he was. Yeah, Ward was uh, everywhere, man. Played great. All right. I think he had 11 tackles. Uh Three tackles for loss, one pass breakup, and a uh, interception. Played, I didn't. Whenever he came in in 2019, he was the littler cornerback. Yeah, you had a uh, the guy he came in with was a lot longer. He was uh, more. You, you Cordell Flott. Yeah, Cordell Flott was a lot taller and, and longer, Rangy. 
Radarius Jones was a uh, yeah radar. Jay to me was he seemed like the run out the group, but let yeah. me tell you that kid got some dog in him. Oh yeah, he plays physical. Mm-hmm. They said he wanted him, the the move from him to safety into the slot. They said he, Brian Kelly said that he likes the physicality he brings down low closer to the ball. Mm-hmm. It's just surprising so to me. He can, he can uh, see the play and adjust to the play a lot faster, being closer to the ball as far as as making adjustments from being center field. You know, correct. What else you got, Jay? On final thoughts. Oh, I was just going to go uh, – so we, we talked about the offensive line being uh, good. I said defense played lights out. And Matt House had a really good game plan um, for this game, I believe. I just – you know, I, I really didn't think the defense was – I'm not saying that I didn't think it was this good. I just didn't know if they were going to play this good. And if this is a trend towards what you'll see the rest of the season, then look out, Cap. Love it. Here, here come the Tigers. And, uh, and then – I've touched on it a little bit earlier. I said Denbrock has to uh, run more up-tempo, two-minute offense. I, mean, I know I know that certain situations call for certain uh, styles of play, but he just has to – Jaden just seems so much more comfortable in a two-minute offense. Another thing he needs to do, when Jaden goes out there and it's a home game, they need to turn the scoreboard off and everything and tell Jaden we're down and it's only one minute left on the clock. Yeah, tell him. <laughs> we're down, one minute That's left on the clock. Some ball out. I'm telling you, man. So – Hey, Denbrock that's, that's, was Denbrock was on Hey Fighting podcast today, uh, yesterday actually, and he acknowledged that they will be running more tempo. I didn't get the sound for that, but he acknowledged, like, look, it's it's clear to see. You know, Brian Kelly kind of he kind of went away from it. Well, it's not that easy, but Denbrock flat out said we will be running more tempo. Yeah, and I, I mean, it's, it's I think Ray Charles can see that. It's, I agree. Dan's da- just so much more comfortable in it, man. I Quick agree. throws, not overthinking everything. Yeah, let him play. Let him play. Just like Harold Perkins, let him play, man. Love it. All right, we're wrapped up. Final thoughts? What, Daddy? Daddy, your final thoughts on Mississippi State? Yeah, phenomenal job by by uh, Matt House on dialing it up, sending pressure, putting uh, putting pressure on Will Rogers. I think he's a six year quarterback. I believe. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, I mean? uh, he's he's a he's a month and a half uh, younger than Miles Brennan. Hey, I, no, I, I watched. Don't Le- know that. Yeah, I watched Lynn. I watch uh, Leach's post game presser at Tiger Stadium. It was only like nine. <laughs> Hey, I never would have thought. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? Because <laughs> he he said seven words. And oh yeah, that's right, that's right. That's right. <laughs> open yeah, press, open it, Yeah, he had a bunch of short answers. Yeah, one. The only quote I took from it that really stuck out was that. Uh, and I I had a rant at the beginning of the season. I was telling you about how old our team is and how they will. You know, I think things are going to work out. I think we're going to hit our over on our bet because there's so much experience at this team. Uh, Mike Leach said. Some of these guys on that team are older, about old as me. He's like, these are grown men playing against some kids. Like, yeah, yeah. And, you know, just reference to what we said. There's a lot of experience on this team, just, man. These I kids just, have been playing college football a while. Yeah, and I just think it's going to take a couple games for them to all gel. Especially know? some of the freshmen we're playing. No, I'm talking about the older guys, too, oh, like yeah. the DBs, you know, the five-year seniors, six-year seniors. It's going to take a little while for everybody to gel and know everybody, you know, everybody's assignments and stuff like that. You know, I just think it's, it's – and that's why, you know, I just I wish we would have played Southern first and then played yep. Florida State second. But yeah, that's okay. Can't take it back. So goal is to be four and one going into Tennessee coming home. Yep. God, that place is going to be rock pumping if we're four and one oh, with yeah. Tennessee coming in, especially if Tennessee takes care of business this weekend, which I think they will. We'll, we'll get to that. So, Jay, you got some week three games you want to go over? Yeah, we got. We just touch on some of the games that. Um, that happened this week, and you know, what, what your thoughts on them and everything. I, I just wanted things I like to enjoy, uh, just going over everything. So, Friday, they had Florida State played uh, 
Louisville, did y'all watch that one? Anybody? I, have I did. I watched it okay. in the shop. I didn't get yeah. to watch. Uh, I watched a little bit of it. Their quarterback got hurt. I was getting my ass Florida State, Texas. Florida State, the, uh, Tra- Jordan Travis. Yeah, they, it's unsure if he'll be back or not. Ooh, and they, Florida State was down uh, twenty four to uh, twenty one to fourteen at halftime. I know that. And their backup come back and won the game. No kidding. No kidding. Dang. Who was it? Who was it? I don't. Not know. Not AJ Duffy or whatever. I don't know. No, I think he's. I don't know. I don't know anyway. his name. Yeah. So okay, well they they end up Florida State didn't win him. So Saturday, <laughs> I think I sent you this text message and Daddy both of y'all. Um, Georgia beat uh, South Carolina at South Carolina 48 to 7. It was 45 to nothing at the end of the fir- third quarter. And I said, Buzzsaw. <laughs> and I, I had uh, I had dogs minus 25, so I hit on that one. Oh, man. I didn't look. I'm not some gambling god, but I hit on that one. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then Missouri State uh, uh, lost to Arkansas, number 10 at Arkansas. And this was crazy because this is Bobby Petrino coaches Missouri State. And uh, and they had Arkansas seventeen and nothing right out of the jump. It was family day too at Arkansas. Yeah, boy. yeah. How the hell you bring him back on family day? I hope that I secretary if, wasn't there. Oh, I wonder <laughs> if he. I wonder if he rode his motorcycle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he'd have walked out yeah. with a neck brace on and a motorcycle. Fell over. Oh yeah, I'd uh, Oh, uh, been the best ever. Yeah. Uh, and then when we talked about on the podcast uh, last week, Michigan State number eleven, Michigan State going well, to we Washington. Were wrong on that one. No, we said we said take Washington. No, Remember? I said take Michigan State. Michigan oh, no, State. I was said ranked. take Washington. Yeah, I know. That's why I said I said I don't know what it is, but take Washington in the points because Vegas knows something. Uh, okay, that they gonna, know something. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Yeah, yeah, I thought I thought I thought. Yeah, it was. They, they, so it was the uh, Washington beat them thirty nine to twenty eight. It was thirty six to fourteen going to the fourth quarter. Yeah, they I, that I don't, Penix kid that they got. I think he was a quarterback at Indiana. I think he transferred. Yeah, he's Washington, flinging that thing right now. He? Yeah. So and then the game after LSU. Uh, Miami um, lost to A and M nine to seventeen. Miami what just a letdown. Man, they, yeah. Miami ain't no good, man. I just I, I thought I had more expectations from Miami than that. They suck. <laughs> they, I just Max got the start. It did a good job. Ten for twenty. Fifty yeah, percent. Uh, I think 100 yards, no touchdowns. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, Jimbo was hey, probably scared me, me to Dylan, let him try hey, to lose the hey, game. Hey, me and right? Dylan were watching the hotel, and they had like a little, I mean, maybe a 12 and out or something. Yeah. Max threw that thing about two yards short in the dirt, and I said, all right, I, I know who that is. <laughs> so, between that and what you see, Finley got benched this weekend. Yeah, he sucks. Feels like well, – yeah, like I'm, I'm going to get to that one. Go ahead, go ahead. So, the next game, while, while that one was playing – USF lost to Florida by three points. <clears throat> so USF twenty eight to thirty one at number eighteen Florida. I did watch the end of that so, game. Mr. AR fifteen, who Rob used to prefer to as AR fifteen. Mm. He was ten for eighteen, one hundred and twelve yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions, and uh, and they changed his name AR fifteen not because it's number fifteen. What did they change it to Jay? No, 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 not change it. He's still AR-15, but it's not because he's number 15. It's because he's ranked 15th in the SEC in passing yards. Yikes. Wait, wait, wait. wait. There's only 14 teams. How's that? Oh, get this. Let me get it. Two Vanderbilt quarterbacks are ahead of him in oh, passing oh yards. Oh, my God. I ain't playing. No, I get it. So, it's KJ Wright and <laughs> yeah. somebody. Probably yeah. Seals. Jay, how many touchdown passes? So, so, oh. so he is uh, – he's 41 for 77, 53% completion, 423 yards. Zero touchdown passes, four interceptions. He hasn't thrown a touchdown all year. Yikes. Yeah, if you pull up, look, if you pull up the stats, the box score, USF beat them in every category. They had 23 first downs. Florida only had 17. They had 402 yards of total offense. Florida only had 329. 
They had 36 uh, minutes time of possession, and Florida had uh, 23 and a half minutes time of possession. And uh, turnovers were the same. Uh, I'm just saying that they beat them in almost every category. Jesus. Yeah, U.S. had their little brother. Yeah. So, and then another game was wild. I didn't get to watch because I went to the game. All, uh, I went to LSU game. Was a uh, Liberty at Wake Forest at number nineteen Wake Forest. Liberty lost thirty six to thirty seven, and two minutes to go in the game, Uncle Hugh went for a two point conversion instead of a uh, extra point to to win it. You you heard it and here a, first. A double a double reverse. You heard it here first. Hugh Freeze gets the Auburn job. Auburn. Auburn. Hugh Freeze gets the Auburn job. He you Nebraska. Know, or, but or I think Hugh Freeze gets the Auburn job. Okay, all right. Who's getting a Nebraska job? I don't know. They said really it's, it says between the Kansas coach, yeah, uh, Bill O'Brien, and the guy from Appalachian State. I heard, yeah, yeah, I think so. Yep. Now we so, got Arizona State open now too. Oh, that's yeah. where that's where the Auburn coach is going to go. Brian Horst? No way. Mm-hmm. Watch. Uh, I, I could. I'll go into detail about okay. that. Okay. And then uh, number twenty-two, Penn State. Uh, they beat Auburn at Auburn, forty-one to twelve. And Finley was eleven for nineteen, one hundred and fifty yards, zero touchdowns, one pick. Has to be not good. <laughs> not good, Daddy says. Uh, he's 33 for uh, 53, 62%, 431 yards, one touchdown, four interceptions on the year. He ranks 13th. So he's ahead of he's ahead of uh, uh of AR 15. AR 15. So tight race. And then uh yeah, and then uh, uh UTSA University of Texas in San Antonio, they lost to Texas uh 20 to 41, but going into the third quarter. Or no, four, three minutes left in the third quarter. It was twenty to uh, twenty-four, so that was a pretty good game. You know, I guess they just had a letdown from Bama. So that was just the week three games, and then uh, I uh, I had a uh, this. I was just going to talk about the week four game. Let's do it. Go to it. So week four games, guys. Uh, Thursday night on ESPN six thirty. Uh, West Virginia is one and two playing at Virginia Tech, and West Virginia is a two point favorite. A one and two teams, a two point favorite over a two and one team. I got uh, I, I, I got, got West Virginia. I got West Virginia money line parlay. Money line, okay. You know who the OC is? Who's that? Graham Harrell. Graham Harrell used to from, be at uh, Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. Yeah. I know. Wasn't he at USC too? Yes. Yeah. Uh, he was USC's offensive coordinator the last couple of years. Right. But JT Daniels, the quarterback, started off zero and two. They got a big win this weekend over a shitty team. <laughs> <laughs> so Friday you got Virginia, uh, two and one at Syracuse. Was, was Syracuse is three and zero. Oh. Syracuse a ten and a half point favorite. You want me to go real deep? Who you think Syracuse's quarterback is? Ooh, I don't know, but they're gonna win. You remember that bearded it's, hillbilly it's, from Mississippi just, State last year? Oh yeah, yeah, ago? yeah, yeah. Played he did the helicopter. He got hit and did the helicopter. Yeah, yeah. What was his name? God damn it, but- Trader Garrett Trader just remembered his name. He he had 181 yards. Uh, three touchdowns. Okay, I didn't remember his name. I looked it up. It is, <laughs> but so, uh, he was Mississippi State quarterback. Yeah, so they uh they um they play Virginia in their ten and a half point favorite. So you got them. Who, who, who do I? Who are they playing? Virginia. I got who's the favorite? Syracuse ten and a half point favorite. Yeah, I got Syracuse, Syracuse to cover the ten. Me too. Okay. Yeah. So on Saturday, uh, number five Clemson uh is a seven point favorite. At number 21, Wake Forest. I can't wait to watch that game. I'm, I'm going to have that game on at 11. I don't have that game bet. I think I have it parlayed somewhere, but I'm going to watch that game at 11. Okay. Who are you liking that one? Uh, Clemson. Clemson? I hate Clemson, and I hate DJ Ugalele. I think Clay, Cade Klubnick comes in in the middle of this game and never loses the job again. Five-star kid from Texas. 
For Clemson? Yes. Okay. Five-star quarterback from who's Texas. Who's the quarterback there? Uh, DJ. Ugalelele. Ugalelele. Uh, so, number 17, Baylor uh, at number at unranked Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State's a two-and-a-half-point favorite. So, this is kind of like that Washington game last year. Yeah. Unranked Iowa State, two-and-a-half-point favorite. So, Vegas knows something. Give me Dave Randa. Vegas knows something, Rob. I, I'll get it. I get it. Give me Dave Randa. I'm just, I'm just shooting from the hip. Uh, and then 11 a.m. Also Mizzou, uh, two and one Mizzou at uh, Auburn. Auburn's a seven point favorite. I really am excited about that game just because of Auburn. I've been keeping in touch of where they're at, the horse and stuff. He's re- he's already kind of released through the media that he's interested in the Arizona State job. Huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yes. Let uh, I'll explain to you after the podcast. And um, I think it's a shit show. I think it's a dumpster fire. I really kind of want to. I want Missouri. To come in and beat the shit out of, and beat them as a seven point underdog, they get rid of Harson, and we go to Auburn with a new head coach. Last time we went to a new school and they had a new head coach, it was in 2017 against Tennessee. Jay, we went in there and drummed them and drummed them in the rain. In the rain, and their head coach, he was the Michigan and the San Diego yeah, coach. Yeah, Rich, Rich Rodriguez. No, not Rich Rodriguez. What was his he name? was the Michigan coach, Brady Hoke. Brady Hoke. Yeah. Brady Hoke was the quarter the the. The interim interim head coach when we were there in Tennessee and Daddy was standing in the rain saying, "Whoa, this is football weather." <laughs> oh yeah, go Love ahead. It. I'm sorry. So uh, another good game, two thirty on CBS. Number twenty Florida at number eleven Tennessee. Tennessee is a ten and a half point favorite. Tennessee Hendon Hooker since he's been at Tennessee, I'm, I don't have nothing pulled up. He's like thrown fifty touchdowns and two interceptions. Yeah, yeah. Hendon Hooker's a motherfucker. They can't stop that offense. But so they win with ten and a half. Yes. Closer than the experts. They, they win by 13. So Tennessee, baby. They win by th- Tennessee wins by 13. They cover. Closer than that. Ooh, daddy's saying, so Close. you're taking Florida in the points. Hey, rivalry game here. I got you. Yeah, I, I can't wait to watch it. I'm going to – I will I will not turn off that game at 230. All right. AR-15 will get pulled in this game. No doubt. <laughs> I have no, no idea who's behind him. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, I get you. Felipe Franks. You get, oh, shit. He's got one more year of yeah. eligibility. So, um. So and then the two thirty on ABC is a uh, Notre Dame one and two Notre Dame at uh North Carolina who's three and zero, and they are one point one and a half point favorite. Notre Dame still on their backup quarterback. Do your fucking job. Yeah, uh, they made T shirts by the way. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> uh, UNC. Yeah. So you got North Carolina? North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Um. Uh, and then two thirty on ESPN number twenty two Texas two and one, at um. Texas Tech is also two and one. Texas is a six and a half point favorite. Man, I don't know who, what don't, what in what world or what um, college football ranking have you ever heard of a team who wasn't ranked and maybe in the top thirty lose a game and jump into the top twenty five? These this, these rankings, dude, they're so terrible. Mississippi State should have been ranked. Mississippi State, if they weren't ranked last week, the the rankings are so fucked up, it's unbelievable. Did you watch them play Arizona? I did, I did. Oh, I mean, they I won. They won top. by like thirty. I don't think they. But they had two top. Power Five wins. That was way more than some of these teams. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. How, how do you lose Texas? I mean, how do you lose and then jump in the top twenty-five? Jay, I don't fucking. They're Texas. I mean, they're gonna always get the. the That's benefit. crazy, man. That is crazy. I agree. So I don't know who's going to start for them at quarterback. So I'm not going to. And then them LSU, that game. even though we haven't really mentioned this much because LSU is such a uh, big favorite, but LSU plays New Mexico at 6:30 on SEC Network Plus. Uh, LSU's 30 point favorite. Uh, the only thing we I really know about New Mexico is that you know they they they're two and one on the year. They beat uh, UTEP and who else they beat? 
beat somebody else, UTEP and somebody else, and uh, they lost to Boise State by about, I think, 31-14 or something. So, I think LSU covers the 30. I'm riding with Eddie and Dylan. Uh, give me L- – you're talking about LSU and New Mexico, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that you have to bet. I just I, – I... LSU covers the 30. That's my pick. Yeah. And then another game on uh, 6 o'clock before LSU game is a uh, number 10 Arkansas versus number 23 A&M, and A&M is a two-point favorite. New Mexico's played Maine, Boise Maine. State, and UTEP. See, how how is that? What do you mean? What's Arkansas, 10? Number 10. And uh, A&M's what, 20 Number 23. How are they favored? And it's a neutral Vegas game. Don't, Vegas don't give a fuck. And it's a neutral game site, too. It's not a – Odds makers don't care about rankings. Yeah, it's a neutral game site. Why? It's an SEC game. What you mean? Neutral game site. Yeah, they Oh, yeah, they always they play, play at Jerry, Jerry World. World. They all, they've been playing at Jerry World even before they was uh, – I don't like that. A&M played in the uh, SEC. Yeah, if you're a fucking – if you're a season ticket holder at A&M – You're getting fucked. Yeah, or Arkansas, yeah. I want to fucking go home and right. home. Yeah, I, I, I agree. That's stupid. So now, now we just got a – Daddy's three locks of the week for you. Daddy, wrap up this episode. We're an hour and 36 minutes in. I need three locks from you, and then we're going to go with your uh, a little surprise final segment. But first, I want your three locks. Okay, I got Baylor and Iowa State. Take the under, 46. Baylor, Iowa State, under, 46. Yep. Okay. And Iowa State's beating Baylor, too. I'm adding that to my card. Right. And then we got a uh, UMass in Temple. The Minutemen. The Minutemen. Take Temple. Nine Jay. points. The eyes of UMass are upon you. <laughs> and then I got Minnesota and playing Michigan State. Take Minnesota. Money line? Money line. All right, I'm adding that to my car, Daddy. I'm riding with you. Last segment. And now it's time for Daddy's upset. Got Clemson playing uh, Wake Forest. Wake Forest with the win, baby. Straight up? Straight up. Straight up. Clemson's what? How many point favorite, Jay? Seven point. Wake Forest. I like their quarterback. I like the the, the Wake Forest quarterback. He's back. I could see that, especially if I'm saying Klubnik's going to come in because DJ's going to play bad. I think Clemson wins close at the end, their defense. And uh, I I like that, Daddy. I hope that does happen. I hate Clemson. (laughs) Yeah. I'd rather, much rather that than. My score, let's give scores for the New Mexico game, and we'll, th- that'll be it. I'm saying LSU 47, New Mexico 10. We cover 37. Jaybird. Um, I'm going to go – I'm going to go 52, 52-10 or something like that. All right, we're around the same. Yeah. All right, what we've learned week three, you heard it here first. Uh, great to be a Tiger this week. Everything's better when the Tigers win. Let's get back on. Uh, let's let the team gel more against New Mexico, and then we're off to Auburn. This is winners win. So dirty jumper wet so I keep it clean.